Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be a host this evening and hopefully uh, I will be joined by Connor in a short while. Uh, what are we going to talk about this evening? Well, we'll have a quick chat um, about Super Rugby Alpaca. Um, we'll uh, talk about women's rugby in general as well. We've got some Super Rugby news, including a uh, signing. Uh, and uh, there's also um, some uh, pre-season stuff to talk about um, as uh, well as cricket as well, which is not something we normally talk about on this show. Uh, and joining me is uh, Con Hayding, sir. Very good, Paul. Yourself? Uh, not so bad, I suppose. Uh, Black caps. Cheers. Um, uh, cheers, sir. Yeah, we've got the beers out. That's always good to see. It's actually white ferns for the ladies. Re- represent wrong slide. Sorry. Oh, I, th- I thought it was the. I, th- I thought it was a um a cricket one, but hey, uh, that's good. Yeah, well, it, because, is cr- uh, it is cricket. It's the it's oh, the white ferns. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a cricket shirt. Um, did you? Well, so did you watch the um the 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 I can't remember what it's called now where the um black caps or ex black caps take on the. Uh, uh, all Blacks kind of thing. I mean, well, Annex, All Blacks with Kieran Reid, etc. involved. Uh, did, did you, Look, did you I, I've been to one of them and I've um, I've watched them and uh, do kind of enjoy them for like what they are, which is a bit of a circus show uh, of entertainment. But I completely missed it. Uh, I did catch the highlights and stuff like that, and it is kind of fun. I'll tell you one thing about it. I don't want to. I don't want to rag on it just in case you know some passionate uh, players are listening. Um, Will Jordan, I'm sure he's listening, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> but it's the type of thing that seems like it's a charity event and then it's not. And it's a bit odd that it's not a charity event. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, it, it looks like it should be a charity event and then you realise, oh, it's actually just a commercial venue. You're like, okay. Um, and so, yeah, that's my take on it. It's like a charity event that doesn't have a charity, just uh, some rich people making money. And I don't think it's the players either. Yeah, you're quite right. Yeah, they, you, you, yeah, it's. Um, I, I think it's a good. Yeah, I say it's a hit and giggle, but they do take. I think some of the players do take it quite seriously, uh, but I'm not sure the spectators uh, really do. And the fact that it's two all after four years does suggest a little bit of match fixing uh, might be involved <laughs> as well. Um, but um, but as you say, I, I think the players um, are, are actually uh, 
uh, taking it uh, taking it quite seriously. Uh, I must say I've not watched any of them, but look, the, the amount of uh, kind of chat on um, Twitter and stuff shows that people do enjoy watching them. So I think it's good, uh, good from that point of view, just to get uh, to get interest. Um, it's a great uh, day out, yeah. and I think that's one of the cool things. Like it is a good event to attend um, when it is in your city. But yeah, go ahead, mate. Yeah. Um, and the um, the Chiefs have uh, got one coming up as well. I've just realised um, that uh, I haven't got the announcement email. I don't know why why I'm missing that one. Um, but uh, the, uh, the, yeah, the the Chiefs um, have got one uh, coming up, uh, which um, uh, as well, which is um, against the um, local uh, or the, the sort of the regional cricket team um, of uh, that's in that uh, the, whatever it's called the. It won't be the central, it'll be the northern stars or something along um, those um, those kind of lines. Uh, uh, so men's and also women's as well. So um, that's coming up, I think, next week. So if you're in Hamilton, um, that could be a fun one um, to, uh, to, to to head along to. Um, I'm considering whether I'll try and get over uh, to that with Media Pass to get some uh, posts or to get some interviews, um, sort of pre-season. Uh, so um, so yeah, so a good fun one um, there. Uh, in that one, uh, Northern Districts is the one um, Simon uh, informs me. Thank you, Simon. Um, so that's got, coming up. Uh, so that's really the only reason I mentioned it. Um, yeah. but, um, I didn't know there was yeah, going to be a, a bit of fun. I mean, you're quite right. I think that idea that it should be a uh, a charity event, and especially um, they go Wednesday, the second of February, uh, is the Clash of the Codes, is what they're calling it at Seven Park. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So I, I think yeah, I think charity would be good idea, especially look with the situation in uh, Tom at the moment, that would be the perfect opportunity to, to raise mm. money for something like that, um, for example, or for, um, or, or for, or for um, uh, uh, ex-players uh, in for, for injuries, um, a point of view. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, I think they'll even go the other way, Paul. Do you think they'll do uh, cricket players playing rugby? <laughs> Might be a um, bit dangerous. <laughs> More dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, a bit more. <laughs> they're, they're, they're expensive commodities nowadays. With the old, uh, yeah, no one that, that's on an IPL auction would be allowed to um, be allowed to play rugby. Get the scrum, maybe golden oldie scrum, but yeah, true. Oh, golden oldie scrum, yes. Or, 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 <laughs> even or, or even then, not, not the it'd, be a, it'd be a bit of a massacre. But I guess that's the one good thing about cricket is every New Zealand rugby player probably played a little bit at one point, and uh, the worst that can happen is you can do a pretty poor poor throw. Or you get you get bowled out, you know. So, um, oh, a, a yeah. bit of body line could. Uh, I mean, some, some players could. Uh, yeah, depends on how uh, um, how seriously the bowl the, the the fast bowlers are taking it. But you're quite uh, there. I mean, there's. But also, I mean, some some. I mean, Jordy Barrett played to um to to, to quite a good level. Uh, and uh, having listened to some of the Water Lad um, uh, podcasts, you can tell that quite a few of the players yeah have have played to a decent level. Uh, uh, during schoolboy cricket at the very least, so yeah, they're, 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 they're quite a few useful players or enough useful players, um, amongst the part of me, the professional rugby fraternity to, to put together a, 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 a decent, um, uh, kind of kind of side for that one. Tom Walsh to was there. in it for some reason, though. Did, did you see that? Tom Walsh, do you know who he is? Nope, he's, not the, really. New, he's the New Zealand shot putter, the Olympian. Oh, yes. And he accidentally launched his bat. So it is. So while yes, it is a. It, the players do take it seriously. I think they take it seriously in that when they get out there, they want to have a really good hit. They want. They want to do well. Like they. They enjoy the playing. But as far as far as the kind of the 
the teams, the makeup, who's on team rugby versus who's on team cricket, um, you know, the coaching, I, I have a feeling it, it is very sort of, um, you know, it's a, it's a weekend away. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then that's why I think it should be a charity match. But, yeah, anyway, um, good on them. Good on yeah, them. Look, Someone's making money. Actually, of, of me talking about to get along, Next next Wednesday to that game is yeah. Will people be allowed to, able to attend? So for those who are non uh, non Kiwis who are watching or listening to the podcast, oh yeah. So I should I've not even done this yet. Um, don't forget, folks, you can listen to this as a podcast. Um, just search New Zealand Sport Radio. Please do um, subscribe, follow all of that kind of stuff. Um, or if you want to watch it live, uh, we go out live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, if you want to comment, then YouTube and Facebook are the place to be at eight pm on Mondays. Um, um, for those of you that don't who, who are non Kiwis. Uh, we went into, um, is it level, whatever, red, code, code, code uh, COVID red um, last night, um, which is not some kind of cocktail um, like COVID yellow or, 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 or a sunriser. But um, uh, but what it basically means uh, is that uh, it's not actually a lockdown, um, but uh, the number of people who are allowed to be at events uh, has been reduced. Um, now, whether these events, whether being in a stadium, counts as indoor or outdoor i'm not entirely sure um and, and those sort of things a traffic light thank you simon is the official way of saying it um traffic light red um so yes yeah, so but the but um the number of people who could be in an event has uh, is reduced because of um, that one so um so it'll be interesting to to yeah i don't know if people will be at that but as i say as, as a media person i've been allowed to go to all the kind of events previously so um I, I hopefully um i'll be able to um uh, to get to those ones um in that one um uh nocturne writes yeah says that colin mansbridge has raised concern about the uh, crusaders being able to field a team if the rash of positive tests happen for omicron yeah absolutely Look, all teams um are going to uh, have that issue and it's something we've seen over in europe uh, has been taking place kind of recently uh, it was interesting listening to james R james low on the what allowed podcast i listened to that one today and he was talking about how look they were in, in training supposedly to play a game at the weekend, but they had COVID um, in, in, in their squad and the opposition squad had COVID as well. So uh, basically the day-to-day -day stuff. And I think that's what we're going to have to be is to, to take it some. Uh, day -to -day. Um, I think they're going to have to bubble up, aren't they? Sorry, mate. I don't know. We'll have to wait. Uh, a, lot, a lot of things we'll have to wait and see how, how, it, how it all pans out. We have to follow. I, I can't see the Super Rugby teams bubbling up for six months, essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, my, rugby, my so. take is if they're serious about like this Omicron thing, like, so for one, yes, it's not more, it's not as, um, you know, in well, infectious, what's the term? The impact is not as significant as Delta. Um, but uh, just like Europe, if a player gets COVID, they, they, that player is no longer playing. Um, and I think given how contagious it is, if players, if, if managers from the, the unions are not on the phone to some comparable, you know, managers in Europe sort of understanding the journey that they went on, I think that, you know, we could be in trouble. You know, we don't want to miss the comp. And I, I think the chances of Omicron ripping through us like it has in Europe is pretty high. And uh, if it does, yeah, and they, and they don't bubble up, it could be a real problem. That's my take. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait. So I, I, so I don't know what measures will be taken. As, as um, we don't want to get sort of uh, uh, look political or we're not COVID experts. From what I'm hearing, as you say, 
Oh, I am, actually. Uh, the, I'm just kidding. Sorry. The, <laughs> yes, you're an expert, but not in COVID. Um, the, um, is, is the, look, uh, the, the, is, I, I, I've, I generally avoid the, too much of the mainstream, or, uh, too, too much of the, not too much of the news because it's too depressing. I stick to sports news. Um, but I did have a look at it the other day and look, the, essentially, yes, we, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people in New Zealand are, uh, there's expectation of you in New Zealand will get some Omicron at some point. Um, so, uh, or, or some, some of COVID. So, yes, it is something that could derail the comp here. But as we've seen before, New Zealand rugby cannot afford, and Australian rugby cannot afford for this competition not to happen. And we've seen similar yeah. things happen overseas. Um, and that, uh, yeah, the show must go on uh, and they'll do everything to make sure they get their TV money because otherwise they get bankrupt at the end of the day and we don't have any rugby to watch. So we'll just have to wait and see how that all, um, how that all pans out. Uh, I mean, not turn around saying it could derail the comp. Absolutely. I mean, look, let's be let's be blunt that um, the, uh, the the travel restrictions between New Zealand and Australia are already um, suggesting that it will uh, that, that will end up with um, sort of round nine onwards um, being um, derailed. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that all kind of can or if it does um, pan out. Uh, the I mean, they, they the administrators are. Constantly, uh, uh, constantly marching on, saying yes, we will be able to do it. We will continue as is, but it, but um, there have to be uh, Plan B. So, well, we're already on Plan B, aren't we? So Plan C, D, E, and F um, being worked on behind the scenes. I just don't want to let people know what it is yet um, on, on those things. So um, yeah, which uh, um, I, I did have read on my list of on, on my whiteboard of notes um, to talk about, um, and uh, we've got on to it a bit quicker than I was expecting, but. Um, the, and then there was also the impact of, of this on club rugby um, as well. So at the moment, I think it's 25 people are allowed uh, in a group outdoors, which is great for cricket. That's 11 aside. Um, but um, we'll have to wait and see how that works out for um, rugby, which is clearly 15 aside, um, plus your subs, plus referees, etc. So um, will it be interesting to see how that works for um, the club rugby competition um, uh, as uh, for for the amateurs uh, this um, and we'll just have to let talk about that as and when it happens. Um, uh, Boa was going to join us, but he is being dragged away uh, to work with his club to figure out what red means um, for them uh, and so, working through that. So, so that yeah. means that viewers, listeners will have to settle for. Um nonsense and uh, lack of knowledge <laughs> as opposed to uh, someone that actually knows what they're talking about yeah we'll so. try and let you know a lot better than um, uh, so I, lot of... I understood it's 100 people outside so i would have thought that um no attendance etc would be acceptable but maybe i'm wrong and so we'll see what happens with uh from Sibola might have some insight for us uh okay but I maybe it's 100 for a kind of um a social event or watching a concert, but yeah. um, rugby where you're putting your heads next to each other. Well, there's um, 25 if they're unvaccinated, if there are unvaccinated ah, okay, people. So if, they, so if they have, so it might be vaccinated teams only, um, are able, yeah. which is probably not the easiest thing to, to do considering, you know, young, you know, men probably, I oh, don't want to get down this, but, you know, slightly less likely to be vaccinated in that group. Um, the, the 15 to, to 30 is the lowest level of vaccination. But still, yeah, we'll see what Bar has to say. Oh, we'll see how it all pans out. Um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to Wahi Rugby Club getting back together and uh, 
me um, doing the videoing and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully it all it all pans out um, on that point of view. So anyway, um, yeah, we'll have to see how that all impacts the the whole rugby stuff. It's had an impact on preseason already, folks. So if you have been planning to go to a preseason game, um, I know that the Crusaders have relocated one of their preseason games because um, of uh, crowd restrictions that that would have caused uh, and that made it financially unviable to have it in Marlborough. Um, so I think they, they relocated that one to uh, Canterbury. Um, the Blues had already relocated one of their games as well due to the lack of rain um, and the state of a pitch over the summer. Um, so, folks, if you have been thinking about getting along to a Super Rugby preseason game, do please check out um, what's happening there um, because I think um, um, what's the because uh, uh, yeah because I think they may have moved uh, and also clearly they may have different restrictions to who is uh, is isn't isn't allowed um, to um, uh, to attend a uh, to attend those games. So uh, looking forward to those. Um, let's stick on Super Rugby for the time being. Then um, Jamie Roberts, British Irish Lion and Welsh rugby legend, has signed for the Warriors. Is he? Um, for this season. Yep. When the hell did that happen? I didn't know that. I'm hearing this for the first time. There is some need for some news in my life, to be honest, because it's uh, <laughs> interesting. So when did this happen for the Waratahs? Wow. Uh, we're looking at this uh, stuff. January 23rd. So um, yesterday, Baron. Jeepers. Well, that's that's so, very well. First, first reactions. Um, I mean, I hope they didn't spend a ton. No offense to him, but I think... You know, um, well, actually, he's probably worth a fair amount. And given the the currency and everything that he came from, they probably did pay a bit. Um, he's obviously at the at the end, towards the end of his career. Um, Absolutely, yes. But uh, yeah, my first my first instance is it'll it'll be cool. Um, whether it'll get you know people along to to see him as much as um, maybe the, for the Stormers. He did pretty well for the Stormers. Like, what was that, two years mm -hmm. ago, a year and a half ago? We know. He did pretty well. Um, I think it was the Stormers. Um, no, it was the Stormers, yeah. He did pretty well, yeah. I think. Um, uh, so, you know, he still got it in him. Um, yeah, good on them. I hope they didn't spend more than they could have got um, two or three really good, um, you know, Kiwi players. No offence. That's a bit biased, but you know what I mean. Um, look, I think he's uh, so he's in as an injury cover for um, for, for Joey Walton. Uh, look, his his wife is Australian, so um, I'm guessing that they happened to be over in Australia at the time, and hence why not um, bring in someone with that experience. Look, even if he doesn't play that much, um, just the how to train, how to be a player, yeah, the, the mentoring influence. piece that he can bring um, to a squad of which is let's be honest, very young in that Waratahs that Waratahs squad. I think be a, um, a fantastic role model. Um, for that, so um, am I expecting him to rip the game, rip Super Rugby to pieces, and uh, 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 and be a leading start? No, I'm not, but I do think he's a good signing for the um, uh, for the Waratahs uh, yeah. because they're such a young squad uh, in particular. It, I mean, um, yeah, the force it appears that the force have benefited, benefit have had a lot of benefit or benefited <laughs> from uh, you know Carney, uh, Rob Carney, and. Um, Corey Jane, is it? Corey Jane? No, no, no. Corey Jane's um, um, head the coach. At, um, oh, not head coach. I mean, what was a coach at the Hurricanes as, as um, 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 Thrush? No, the the back. Oh, we're great when we do this, aren't we? Terrific listening when you can't remember. Um, Kieran Zani um, was there. Um, no, 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 no the, 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 All Black, 2011 All Black. Richard um, Kahui. 
Richard Kahui. So it appears that the veterans, uh, Rob Gurney, Richard Kahui, did have a really positive effect, and you, you heard a bit about that, um, you know, as much on off the field as it was on the field. So maybe uh, the Waratahs are looking for a bit of that, although Kani and, and um, Kahui did play a lot as well. Um, yep. I think uh, it appeared that Roberts didn't embarrass himself at all when he went to the Stormers. He seemed to, you know, I know, I'm not sure how much he played. I, I remember watching a couple. So he certainly got some game time. But um, that was, did he play during the COVID interrupted season? That um, might be I think why. that's right, yeah. Yeah, yep. so he probably only had two, you know, probably only six games anyway. And I think he played sort of two or three. So, um, yeah, so he's got a little bit of experience at Super Rugby. Probably wants to, you know finish it off but yeah it's interesting I'll, I'll certainly be paying a little bit of extra attention yeah and i mean richard Kobe uh in thrush i mean they're, they're, as, as i did an interview with the um the the, uh, the ceo over in the with the force uh, and he pointed out how they how they've they've been there for a number of years uh and uh that so it's different in the in, the, in this in, in this one which is a, clearly a, a short-term thing which obviously the carney one was um but um the uh but yeah, I think it will be a, 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 a. But what? So whilst the um, the force are going for a more younger um, thing, just the way that Simon is saying, uh, those players are around. Those 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 two veteran All Blacks are are there for uh, for long term in also mentoring slash maybe um, coaching roles going forward. So um, yeah, they're they're there for. Uh, they're not being they're not the the mercenary kind of hires that people suggested they 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 are um, potentially at some point. Uh, uh, sometimes. Um, the other one that I thought was interesting was the um, is that New Zealand rugby are embedding a referee with each of the um, Super Rugby sites um, here in New Zealand, um, and that the referees will be training with the players. I, do you know? I was thinking about this, Paul. Why does that not? I, I don't know when I was thinking about this. It was an idea that I well thought of, and then thought. Oh, it's a stupid fucking idea because everyone's thought of it first, and I'm sure they have it. I would have thought that all the good rugby teams would have a a, a, a local referee just just playing like with them the whole time, just trying to help them, I guess, build on the wow, pushing the barriers a little bit and getting the code right. Probably firstly that getting getting it right, but also a little bit of pushing the envelope. Do you think they do it? This is probably my resetted question. So the All Blacks have a retired referee with them i'm sure they have a consultant but you know that sort of um reefing they, their sort of practice matches and stuff like that i i've heard of referees going in for the day and for for, okay. for specific sessions um uh, but some um, and perhaps as you say uh an, an ex-referee in a, as a, in a consulting kind of role but the, this this is this is a bit more um a bit more long-term than that for the full season now the referee will not be allowed to referee the team that he is embedded with Right, which uh, yeah, okay, yeah, because it creates a bit um, of bias, yeah, influence. Um, so for example, so apparently, so yes, Brendan Pickles with the Blues, Mike Fraser with the Chiefs, Ben O'Keefe with the uh, Hurricanes, Paul Williams with the Crusaders, and James Dolman with the Highlanders. Um, so yeah, I think it'll work. I think it's a yeah, good good move. Look, the referees, um, now now that they're full time, as a I've always got I've always enjoyed team sports. Because I have to turn up because there's other people there, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, so the um, and, and that way, um, the that uh, that so encourages me to turn up. 
if, if, if I have to do, when I've tried to do kind of solo training, either running or going to the gym, or whatever, I just don't do it. Um, and so hence being part of a team or it's much, I think much easier. So I think hats off you to have the rest of the world. Hats off to hats off to um, yeah. referees who have been able to train on their own for so long. Yeah. Um, and I think this will help them with their training and stuff. And also it gives them access to uh, high performance strength and conditioning coaches and uh, nutritionalists and stuff like that, which they may or may may not have um, or may not have or won't have as much access, access to I would have thought um, in uh, in the previous previous setup. So cool idea. Um, not so bad. Um, right. I've uh, the, so switch off now. What's that? Well, it's, it's all women's rugby from now on. So that's the men's rugby out of the way. Cool. And uh, women's rugby from uh, from now on. Uh, and we've had the draw for the... Actually, first, before we get to the draw then... Um... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, the Chiefs have announced um, their uh, assistant coaches. Um, so um, uh, in uh, Rodney Gibbs, um, who was the, the uh, Bay of Plenty um, women's uh, Farrah Palmer Cup coach uh, and head of women's rugby down there. Um, so, uh, someone I've, I've uh, had a number of interviews with uh, uh, both um, over the, on video conference and after games. Uh, so, someone who uh, who I've had uh, also got involved with the uh, New Zealand Barbarians um, last year when the Blackferns had no other teams to play. Um, so, uh, uh, a good position, um, a good good appointment there with Rodney Gibbs and Crystal um, Kahua, uh, who is. Um, uh, who uh, is a ex uh, sevens um, person and has been overseas uh, with training, um, the and is the current Blackfern skills coach. So uh, uh, fantastic to see her also joining um, the uh, Chiefs setup. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it to their um, media opportunity to talk to them, mm-hmm. um, as it's a, uh, a what three hour round trip um, to go for a five minute interview. Uh, it was a bit of a bit of an ask, really. Um, so, uh, so yes, uh, looking forward to so 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 well done to those appointments. <laughs> I like nocturnal rights. Will the ref have uh, access to the devious plans devised by coaches to fool them? Oh, well, they well, probably would actually. That'd be an interesting thing because I guarantee the coaches would be like, "Oh, hold on, keep a keeps coming. We'll just keep that one quiet um, a little bit," and it'll probably be tongue tongue in cheek. But I think there would be a little bit of. Um, I'm not. I can't think of any examples, but you know. The, on the other side of it, they might ask, "Hey, don't tell your mates, but would this work?" You never know. Well, yes, so, so, so say say Brendan Pickle, who's with the Blues, is is is, uh, 
is refereeing the, uh, the Crusaders versus the Highlanders. Does he call up Paul Williams and James Dolman ahead of time and say, hey, boys, what should I look for? Who's who's the cheat? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. What are they going to pull on me? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. Yeah, we'll have to, if, if I can, if I can, if I can grab one of the referees um, during the season, that'll be a fun one to, um, uh, to talk about. Um, the wrist so going to wear like, you know, is Ben O'Keefe going to wear like uh, hurricane socks or anything like that, you know, to show us sort of uh, his, you know, where he's sort of uh, headquartered, <laughs> like the barbarians? <laughs> oh, dear me. I don't think so. No, 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 no. Um, the, uh, I mean, we have enough kit, kit clashes as it is. Don't, don't try and uh, add in extra, yeah, extra true. stuff like that. Um, so Super Rugby Alpaca... Um, uh, Opaki, uh, Opaki, Opaki. I think I've got the pronunciation eventually right there. Um, the uh, the draw has been announced. Now we were told beforehand that there would be four games at least for each team. The preseason game, um, three round robin games, and then a final. Um, um, I got back in touch with the Chiefs, and they say, look, there is a preseason game um, to uh, be announced. So um, I think there will be one more game um, for these teams as a preseason game between each other. Um, so is this as, the full? Well, the full. The, this is the full tournament here. Well, excluding the finals. The ah, final. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we start off with the Blues versus um, the, uh, the the Chiefs at Ian Park. And that's a double header with the um, Blues uh, men's team. Um, Matt Atu and the Hurricanes will then play the following day on the Sunday uh, in Christchurch. That is not a double header game, that is a, a standalone game. Similarly, um, same thing sort of happens with the Hurricanes as a double header, followed um, but the uh, the Chiefs versus Matatu. Um, again, I don't think I, I believe the standalone game. So, what's going to be really interesting is that uh, the Sunday games um, of this one, I believe, are standalone. So, uh, what's going to be interesting is looking at the crowds um, for uh, these games because that way, uh, how many um, of these? Uh, yeah, what, what are the crowds like for the Double headers, um, or what Simon's calling curtain raisers. Oh, you bad, bad man! You're not allowed to call them curtain raisers. Um, the um, so um, it'll be interesting to see what the crowds like for the double header games compared to the standalone games um, on the Sundays for for these ones. So uh, to me, that I think is going to be interesting. Um, and then finally, uh, the the final round is a super round in Hamilton with um, the uh, Blues versus Matatu and uh, the Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. Uh, at FMG Stadium to uh, well to finish things off with the round robin, and then the final will, will be the following weekend. So, um, uh, short, sharp, and sweet um, for this one. Um, Colm, what do you do your uh, any, any any kind of thoughts on this one? Yeah, look, I've, to be honest, uh, you know, most of the information I've understood around this is what I've got from you live on previous. Uh, met, uh, sort of uh, episodes, so it is interesting. I mean, you know, I do wonder why they couldn't have done another three rounds. To be honest, um, teams kind of need to play into form and that kind of thing. Uh, but I will, I have to say, I will be more likely to watch uh, the games than I am the Farrah Palmer Cup. So for me, um, I do tend to tune in to Canterbury games at the Farrah Palmer Cup when I know it's a big game. 
um, or at least I was a big fan of the Sky Sports Highlights app, which they got rid of, which I'm mortified about. And I can't fucking understand why, but anyway, um, so I would have done that. Um, but I, So I am likely to tune into this more than the Farrah Palmer Cup, which is exactly what they're hoping to get. Um, and yeah, I will, I will be interested in seeing how the crowd shape up. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to be a tough one. Um, they're competing against, you know, I guess... Well, they're not competing against Super Rugby, but um, it's a busy period for sport. You've got the Cricket World Cup in and around the same time, uh, the Women's Cricket World Cup, which is also hosted in New Zealand. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. I have a feeling that if they had six rounds and then a finals, it might allow some momentum to be built for fans. But, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of considerations for that. So I'm sure they know what they're doing. I like to say that and see, but um, yeah, <laughs> interested in the short answer is interested in the tournament. Very interested to see how Matutu um, goes and um, well, the correct. Sorry, I probably botched the um, the pronunciation of that. I assume it's just a just a head to head final. You can't really have uh, semi finals, can you? You can't. But you can you have, you have a third, fourth playoff, couldn't you? Just just to create more games. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I see what you're saying here, because the, the Women's Cricket World Cup kicks off on the 4th of March. So basically the day before the first game in uh, the Super Rugby Alpaki. Um, so, um, uh, so yeah, so there you go. So uh, so you're right. It is, it is At least it's at the, um, the beginning. Um, it's not at the uh, kind of final stage um, of that competition, uh, which, which would um, be... Uh, when is the finals there, competition, Paul? Uh, well, the cricket or the mm. uh, the cricket, the finals um, are on the uh, 30, well, basically end of March, thirtieth March, thirty first, and then the third gotcha. April, the actual final. But the final um, of this, I assume, is following the nine, the week of the nineteenth, so it'll be around the twenty fifth. So it's likely competing with the semi finals of the women's cricket world cup. But, no, no, the, uh, final, the finals on the thirtieth, so it's still it's still round robin time. So be the final round of, of round robins will be when the final of the uh, Super Rugby Alpaki is. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Oh, that's good. I guess one little silver lining. What do you think about it, Paul? Are you interested? Are you excited? What do you think? How do you think I, I, well, I, I'm interested. I, to me, it's just too small. Um, too short. Should, too short. Yep. That it should be. It should be home and away. Get the um, the, the, the full six rounds in. Um, now, I, I understand there's, there's cost implications to that, uh, and also there's uh, because um, uh, well, I mean, a you got to pay the. Uh, the players more um, and the coaches more, um, but also can the players, I guess, can you take a month off a job or kind of work around it for a month? Um, but can you, uh, it's really easier than trying to work around it for two and a half, three months, for yeah. example. Um, so uh, so from that point of view, um, I can understand why they've, uh, why, why, why they've sort of kept it short and sharp. Um, it's, uh, it does seem like you're dipping your toes in the water to see if if it can or does it have the legs to, um, uh, to, to 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 look after itself kind of thing or can is is the is rather than saying okay look we've already seen that England have got X, um, France have got Y, uh, we need to go big. Um, it seems yeah it's it's a very tentative. It's, it feels a very tense or kind of a, a tentative step rather than a big bold stride into the future. Um, uh, from, from I guess from from my point of view, um, so uh, so yeah, so it's it's from that point of view, that's I, I, it's it's not it's it's a step in the right direction, but to me, it's 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 a, it's a smaller step rather than the the, the leap 
or the stride um, that I would like to see. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, fickle. Fickle. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. Also, I mean, I understand the the Matutu, the Matutu versus the Crusaders and the um, and the Highlanders, but it, it also seems like they must have had a very good reason because a it prevents the ability for the teams to have a it, when they extend this a bye week, which is always helpful, and b mm-hmm. it takes away any existing I guess fan relationship with teams. Um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of player, team, player uh, sorry, fans that tune in for the first time with their remote and see my tutu are going to have trouble understanding who they are. You know, and which if they're in the south, uh, the South Island, they might miss the fact that it's their team. But hey, maybe the brand, maybe the maybe I'm understanding understanding the marketing. Look, and this is something that um, I think having the whole kind of um, kind of I guess nickname or or for a team um, is is useful. But if you look at how the USA do it, they always put the city name with it, right? Um, and one of the things, and, and so I, I wouldn't have been adverse to seeing it being South Island, Matutu, uh, Wellington Hurricanes. Yeah, South Matutu, um, yeah. Yeah, give exactly. it some sort of, uh, yeah, let, let's, uh, as you say, um, yeah, does, does Matt, um, Matutu actually mean anything to uh, to 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 a large part of the population? I think the answer is probably no. Uh, now, uh, I like the tie-in to the culture and, and and thing, but we've got to learn about it. And I think a way of taking them with them, a bit like the um, the Chiefs Manawa, you, you know who they are straight away, yeah. right? Um, and then you can go away and learn what Manawa means, um, and uh, and that part of things. So. Um, the so there's from that point of view. Um, some of you said attachment policy, uh, the the uh, yes, super rugby, the attachment between this, the, the provinces and the super rugby teams is one thing, the attachment between a brand and a location is another thing. You'll see the Melbourne Rebels, um, they're called Melbourne Rebels because the people who were, who were buying that franchise said we have to have the word Melbourne in there because that's how you actually sell sports teams. And they and they wouldn't buy it otherwise. Um, so there are uh, the people in sports marketing realize that you need to put the name in there. Uh, you can't just go with you need to add the location in there. Uh, the a recent one, interesting one, was the Ottawa Arrows. Um, started off as that, and they changed themselves to Toronto Arrows because um, they uh, market research showed them that having a a city name rather than an area name created more a, a better connection with a team. Mm. Um, so yes, um, um, the uh, science is yeah that not representing in Australia. The city name is of a state name. No, it's just the Western Force, um, but it's not the West Australia Force. It's not the um, it's not the ACT Brumbies. It's the Brumbies. It's not the New South Wales Waratahs. It's just the Waratahs. So what you're saying is, um, is the Melbourne Rebels are the one team in Super Rugby that has an exception. Yeah. Sort of, they've managed to get an exception. Sorry, it's, yeah, not, it's, not Ottawa, it's Ontario. Thank you, Simon. The, 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 the point 
still stands at Ontario Arrows. I was wondering, I was going, I think Ottawa was the capital, wasn't it? But yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Ontario, no uh, sorry, the, the point stands there. The province name didn't carry the same connection with fans as the, as the city name. Um, yeah, okay. There is um, interesting, because um, obviously in, in the UK, uh, well, in Europe, uh, the... Irish teams have the, the the large provincial sort of um, names for their teams, you know, Munster and Ulster and Leicester and all that, Leinster and all that. Whereas um, in England, they obviously use the city or even a small part of the city because I'm not sure how it works with the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess the, the other thing is that the that in Ireland. Sorry, I'm saying yep to Simon. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, in Ireland. The um, though the uh, the the provinces uh, have been around for have been around for well, okay, I'm going to say centuries, but for a very long time they predate professional rugby um, and uh, similar things that happen and and they're they're across other sports as well. So um, that's so they, they they took an existing structure that was the right size, i.e., four teams, um, and used it used it well. The problem for Wales, for example, was they were very much a club-based setup rather than a regional-based setup mm. and therefore when they tried to go to four teams um they alienated a lot of people um and created a an argument that's still happening now 25 years later um <laughs> around um, around around their sites so the so yeah I, I, ireland not only uh well we're lucky to have the right structure but they also were lucky to back the right structure and do it properly so they're an mm. exception in that kind of sense. Um, whereas rugby in England, for example, could have followed. The, I mean, England has county rugby, and they could have followed that. And it, what that was big, you used to get eighty thousand turning up to the county county rugby final mm. um, at, at Twickenham or however big Twickenham was at the time. Um, so, um, so that they could have gone down that route, but chose, but instead, because they didn't embrace uh, professionalism properly, uh, they allowed club owners to come in or private investors to come in and. and and organize things uh, and take it away from the RFU um, in that one. So um, the um, so it, it is so from that point of view, it is a uh, in Ireland it, it, it's it's as I say it is a it's a historical thing that they've latched onto. Uh, you look at all the, the the English teams, Bristol Bears, Exeter Chiefs, um, uh, Sale Sharks. They all have the city and then the nickname um, for, for 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 a better word. Um, or uh, next to them, so copying that American yep. um, piece. Um, whereas over in France, they use much more traditional kind of names uh, like Stade Toulouse. Um, mm. Basically, yeah. Uh, not quite sure where we're going with that one, but anyway, great to see. I intend to get along to the Chiefs games or ones that hosted in, in, in Hamilton. Um, yeah, oh, you'll be able to. The media, the media, my media pass. I hope so. Yep. Um, it'll mean I have to go through a certain gate, etc., which we had to do through level two COVID last year, level two, yeah. level three, either way. Um, so uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, we just have to go through a funny gate to to get in. Um, but some um, the so yeah. So from that point of view, uh, yeah, I expect to be able to go to those. As, um, so maybe my comment earlier about looking at the difference of crowds for the double header games as opposed to the standalone games. May not happen, may not count, folks, because mm. we might not be able to have crowds in there anyway. But the level of interest, I think, uh, it'll be, I say, it'll still be interesting to see which one's more 
are considered more more or less successful um, than the others. Interesting. So Melody Robinson um, has been has given an interview and uh, talks about how women's rugby is at a, at a tipping point um, at the moment. Um, so she makes a few number. Uh, f- uh, now, one one of the um, um, the, the points uh, that's been made before, or that gets made generally about women's rugby, is that uh, that um, why should they have? Um, and sorry, Colin, I've come up to my um, the half hour mark, so please do drop. I've gone way past yeah. your my your lot of time, so thank you very cool. much. Cool, I'll jump me. off soon. Yeah, that's um, But keep but, keep, um, keep talking, Paul, and I'll be listening. Uh, having a ch- so, um, but one of the comments that's been made is is that uh, women's rugby should get paid basically what the income it, it's bringing in. Um, in the past, now uh, one of the interests. So um, now I'm not a believer in that. I think it needs to be invested in so that it can create. You, you invest to to get a return, um, and that it needs uh, to be invested in. But um, uh, some interesting things is that like the World, Rug- World Women's World Rugby, uh, sorry, the World Rugby's World Rugby Cup um, has been sold uh, for media rights along with the men's one as a combined thing. So you don't actually know how much money uh, is each individual bringing in. So apparently that's going to be split up out uh, going forwards. So it'll be interesting to see what, how much money the women's game actually does bring in from uh, from, from that point of view, from a media point of view. Um, and uh, uh, she kind of makes this comment, makes this uh, kind of view that um, we're going to see these sort of things perhaps being um, separated in a certain way uh, uh, to have different income streams. Uh, and I guess it'll be interesting to see how big that income stream is um, and how well, it, uh, how well it works. I guess my big concern for women's rugby as a whole is that from what I can see so far is it's copying the men's game, which I would say rugby in the men's game um, is uh, unsustainable financially uh, and also uh, um, health, uh, health-wise as well for the players. Um, so from um, from that point of view, I'm not sure that I, I think there needs to be some more blue sky thinking around how we structure um, and how we grow the women's game rather than just copying the men's game. Um, the, it'll be interesting to see how well the, uh, the Pacific tournament between uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, USA and Canada goes, uh, if and when, or hopefully when, um, it's, um, it kicks off. Obviously, it's going to be post-Rugby World Cup, and uh, we'll see how much longer COVID's around for and uh, how much of that impacts it as well. So um, it is a bit of a concern as to how as to where that fits in but um yeah interest so have a look on stuff to see to have a, a, a read about her the interview she gave or that's been reported on that she gave um, on that one but she does think that um that, it, that uh women's rugby is at a tipping point i think uh, I'd, I'd agree with her on that one um that it is at a tipping point we're seeing the increased professionalism uh increased investment in the uh, in england in particular um whereas uh, we're, we're obviously we're getting there now Oh, it's in the first steps here in New Zealand, um, and it'll be interesting to see how that all um, pans out um, going um, going forward um, with all of that kind of thing. So, uh, interesting interview. Um, go over read of that old stuff um, is, uh, is is my suggestion. Uh, one of the points she does make is that the, the real place where there's a lack of female representation is at the CEO level. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who is going to be the first female CEO of a province or even of uh, New Zealand rugby uh, here in New Zealand. Um, the, I think we've got a chairwoman in, down in Canterbury 
um i think she's the first one oh first one for for um for uh for, for canterbury from memory um thinking about it uh but yeah it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that uh who will be the first person there who's going to break that glass ceiling um and how that um, all uh, uh progresses and going forwards um so there we go folks uh, i think that's pretty much all the stuff we've seen for this week i'll be back at 8 p.m next monday uh, with the uh, driving mall show um we'll uh, as we get closer to super rugby um there'll be more to uh, watch and talk about uh, so um folks please all stay safe um please all um keep uh, uh keep uh, following um the uh the what do you call it some or the, whatever the governments and whatever regulations you have in your place uh and uh, let's hope um we get some uh the as much rugby um to uh um, to watch as uh, soon as possible and hopefully it's not covid impacted simon puts uh, points out that some um, the final qualifying tournament um uh Samoa and hong kong have had to pull out of it to some means of changing format so um uh, shame about that and uh well i guess yeah the, the final team still has to be uh to qualify for that uh, super rugby for sorry for the um women's rugby world cup that we have here later in the year here in new zealand so i'm looking forward to that as well um but uh, thank you everyone who watches subscribes follows comments joins the shows etc catch you all next monday 8 p.m cheers have a great week Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 